0: All right, let's go ahead and get started. I'd like to introduce our first guest speaker. I am, we are extremely honored to have uh, Representative Dustin Miller on the line with us today. Re- Representative Dustin Miller is a second-term member of the Louisiana House of Representatives, representing District 40. Representative Miller first assumed office on January the eleventh, two 2016. He is the son of Michael and Clara Miller. He is a graduate, graduate of Opelousa's Catholic High School and then he went on to ULL, University of Louisiana, Lafayette, where he got a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. He got his Master's of Science in Nursing from Southern University, and then he went on to become a family nurse practitioner. He and his wife, Nicole, have two beautiful children. For the 2019-2020 legislative session, Representative Miller has been assigned to the following committees. The Louisiana State uh, Legislative Joint, legislative budget committee the house of representatives agriculture forestry aquaculture and rural development committee the house of representatives appropriations committee and he serves as the vice chair of the house of representatives health and welfare committee he is taking time away today from his legislative duties to give us a brief recap of what is happening in our state capital right now. I know with the pandemic, we've been focusing on COVID, but we need to know that our legislation is back in Baton Rouge and they are working. And today he's going to give us a recap of what they're talking about in Baton Rouge. And I'm going to unmute you. Uh, Hey, Shonda, how are you? Doing fine, Dustin. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Listen, thank you for doing this. I'm happy to be able to share some information with our locals about some things that's happening in Baton Rouge. It's an honor to be here on your uh, on your shoulder. Ready for me Thank to get you going? Much.
0: You have the floor. Yes, sir. <laughs> you have the floor.
1: All right, guys. As y'all know, we're in a special session right now um, that's set to end at the end of June. Uh, we're also anticipated to go into another special session in a few months um, once we really see where the economy is going to go and we have a better View of uh, how the budget is, uh, the income is going to look so we can really recraft the budget. I mean, honestly, we hope when we come back uh, for the next special, uh, we would be adding money to the budget, which means that the economy uh, has uh, picked up and we have tax revenue coming in, so now we can start uh, possibly reallocating money to teachers' pay raises, et cetera, things that are crucial to our uh, our state. But for right now, we really don't know if we'd be returning to make cuts or would be returning to uh, to allocate additional funding. So, as you know, with COVID going on now, the state has started community tracing programs. Um, our Republican colleagues have, have fought to make sure that this remains a very volunteer program. Um, our argument has been that it's volunteer from the beginning. Um, they simply will call you if you have been in contact possibly been contact with someone who have COVID and I mean you have the right to hang up the phone or participate is your choice. Obviously we encourage people to participate because it will allow us to stop the community spread if we can talk to you and decide and and determine where you've been and and, and follow your steps so that we can see all who possibly was infected. Um, I saw recently I think we have like a parish-wide test going on right now with the state is going to be in all different communities within our parish. Uh, that's actually, I think, going on now. Uh, one of the big things that we passed in this previous session that the governor just signed in the law was a small business grant. Uh, Sean, that this may be something that you need to look into that you probably can apply for and qualify and probably many on the phone. Um, it's not, it is in law, but the program hasn't started yet. It's in the treasurer's hands. The treasurer has a few weeks, think until July 1st, to present to the Joint uh, Legislative Budget Committee on how will he do this program. The way it is, it's is 300000000 million. Anyone who qual- who has less than 50 employees uh, qualifies, and the first round of it, um, well, we're going to offer a $15,000 grant to all small businesses. Um, the first round of it, the first 21 days, it's going to be priority to small businesses who did not get, who did not get any federal funding in the PPP. So if, you were, if some businesses didn't get it for whatever reasons, those businesses who didn't get it would be priority in this program for the first 21 days. Um, they also set aside 40, $40 million for minorities, which include women's-owned businesses, uh, African-Americans, Latino-Americans, different ones who own businesses, there's a, a certain percentage must go to to those minority groups. So that's a good program that we're really going to put out. I hadn't put out a whole lot of information on it just yet because we're waiting for the final confirmation on how the program is going to launch and the exact date it will launch. Um, but once again, that's up to $15,000 per business. Another big talk that's going on now in the legislature, a lot of debating going on is the tort reform bills. Um, the governor actually vetoed the bill that was passed last session, but currently we have uh, three or four bills right now that's readdressed in the target reform. Just to give everybody a little update on that, I mean, the, the, the authors of these bills are saying that it's going to lower our insurance rates. I think we all agree, probably everybody on this phone agree, that our insurance are going up astronomical, and it's not good for the citizens to continue to have insurance rates that go up think everybody at the state level agrees to that where the disagreement is is what is how how do you fix it okay so right now the jury trial threshold in Louisiana is 50,000 so what that means is if you get an accident and um, you're suing someone's insurance or whatever if the case is less than 50,000 the judge can rule on it the judge can say hey I need to give this person 45,000 dollars because they were injured they had surgery etc what This legislation is doing is bringing that threshold down to five thousand. One of the bills, most of the bills. So if it gets to five thousand, any lawsuit that it's over five thousand limit. If I'm suing someone for a six thousand dollar claim, we must have a jury trial, which means that you're going to have however many people on that jury that's going to have to miss work and be in in the courtroom to, to hear all of these cases. Now, there are statistics that show jury trials uh, can decrease the amount of lawsuits, but then we have our local judges that's calling us and saying, listen, our courtrooms are already behind, are full, our dockets are full. If we now have to do jury trials for all of these cases, well, then now we're really going to be backlogged for years and years. Um, so I, just, I guess I just wanted to really tell everybody that we are fighting. We want our insurance now but we also have to try to figure out what is, the, what is the right piece of legislation that can do it. We've also had no insurance companies that have come testify to say, hey, if you do this, we guarantee you we will decrease our rates. In the bill, it, in one of the bills it stated that we're encouraging the insurance companies to decrease the rates by 10%. So I'll get off of that subject. I guess I just wanted to educate you all on what's the battle over the tort reform bill, um, the governor is trying to meet um, the authors in the middle so that we can get a piece of legislation that can pass and we can really uh, decrease everybody's insurance rates. Um, the argument is just how do we get there? How fast do we get there? Do we do a tiered approach from that 50 to 5 or do we stop it at 25,000 cap? Um, so we are working hard on that. Uh, one thing that else is that's not going, there's a new hospital payment model that's being proposed by our Department of Health. Um, if that model passes, uh, we've negotiated for Opelousas General to – they will possibly gain 15 to $20 million a year under this new hospital payment model. So I think that would be huge for our community um, if we can get this new payment model passed, and uh, our local hospital can benefit from that, of course. Um, local Local issues, again – truancy program, I got, a well, currently we have a $100,000 allocated to help uh, St. Landry Parish develop a truancy program parish-wide. Um, that bill is currently in the uh, HB1, it's our budget bill, is currently on the Senate side. It passed the House side with the money included. We're working hard with our senators to keep the money included. And if the money uh, stays into the bill, then uh, we have the commitment from the governor to support it. Hopefully, we can help Saint Andrew Parish uh, School System start a truancy, restart their truancy program here in Saint Uh Capital outlay—that's our uh, money bill to do capital projects. Uh, I'm excited to say, so here in Opelousas, for instance, we were able to get them $500,000 cash to uh, to help. I think they're having a, a severe issues with their sewer system, um, and they have to do some major upgrades. Um, we have in priority two, uh, 2.5 million for roads upgrades, and along with that, we have 500,000 cash for roads upgrades as well. We're pretty confident that 2.5 million that we have for roads upgrades will get funded this year. Uh, me and the mayor, the mayor and myself, are very very excited that we were able to get that in the bill. Um, I've been asking him how much work on the roads can 2.5 million do. He seems to think it can make a big impact. Um, I've been encouraging him for next year. Let's apply for ten million. Let's shoot even bigger. So, hey, keep our fingers crossed. If we can get some good work done within four years, we can try to help the city of Apalucis with some of these roads. Also, got them a million dollars for water meter upgrades that they needed. Uh, that's in P one, so that's cash on hand. Um, lastly, what I'm just so very happy about, but I'm also very optimistic, and I tell, I try to explain exactly how this works. So, in this capital outlay bill. For the first time ever, we got money allocated for Highway 190 coming through Opelousas. That's an issue that I think everybody that travels our roads uh, say that we need to fix. So currently there's $19 million allocated to fix Bond Street coming in Opelousas. But this is the catch. So right now they're doing a study on what side of the highway they're going to relocate all of the water lines. We have water lines that run under there that cannot stay there. So they're doing the study. After the study is complete, we have to go and buy right ways on that side throughout Bond Street completely. So that's going to be a process. This won't happen overnight. Um, once all of that occurs, then, like I said, we have to buy the right-of-ways. Then we have this money in store so that we can move it up to where we will have the funding to match the federal funding to redo the road. I would be lying if I told you that I expected it completed within this four-year term what I do expect, and my goal within this four-year term, is by the end we have the right-of-ways purchased, we have the plans completed, we have all of the money secured and allocated, and the program is—I mean—and the, and the plan is moving forward. Um, that will be—that is priority on our list to get Mine Street completed. Um, it's just a process uh, to get it done. And Shonda, that is pretty much my update that I have today of what's going on here at the Capitol. Uh, if you have any questions or anyone else, I'd be uh, welcome.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Representative Miller. We, uh, I, You know, I was sitting here listening to you. You did an excellent job. Um, I am not politically savvy, which is funny because I ran for office. We will talk about that. So I was, I'm glad that you said it in language that I understood, which means everybody understood it.